You know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes, and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends. Buffalo, New York, where Father Baker is a constant presence in our collective nightmares. It's the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. Welcome to the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast, where we talk about the ups, downs, lefts, rights, and moshing without touching of the Buffalo music scene. My name is Ryan Garnett, and if you're upset about the All-WNY Awards, just remember, you're an adult. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> the only thing more ridiculous than outrage about this, albeit how small it's been, is the fact that it makes me so angry. I've had people reassure me that, like, you're doing a great job, and while that's, a, I appreciate the sentiment, I just get angry when other Buffalo musicians voice opinions against those who are trying to help them. So just grow the fuck up. And I'm going to take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> so I usually save that bit for the end of the episode, so sorry if I, I blindsided some of our listeners. Uh, on episode 48 of the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast, we are joined by Buffalo Music Wizard, Pamela Swartz. That's me. We'll talk about her long history in the Buffalo music scene, <laughs> her numerous projects, including her solo work and Hooked on Cassiophonics, as we are also joined by the newest member of Cassiophonics, Miggy. Hi. The, She's uh, not the newest. One of the oldest. Oh. <laughs> I thought, wasn't she just added over the summer? I no. Oh, I thought no. Was, oh, I saw the Halloween party and thought that was the... That was the return of Miggy. Oh. oh, yeah. I think I'm one of the original she also has three. a solo. Oh, okay. Yes, which I was going to mention, too. Is okay, sorry. Got that very, very clear fact wrong. Okay, so how how, how far back do you two go with Cass- on Castillophonics, then? You were like the second member, right, after Rock Nuts, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. remember that long show you mentioned? Um, yes. Yeah, he came to me. You know, he doesn't like doing um, leads. And he's like, hey, so Pam's doing something at Nietzsche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember, it was right when, I, what is that place called? It's closed now. Gallup Street Gallery? No. It, it was an open mic. Black Knight open mic. Oh, over at the coffee shop. Yeah. God. Um, Cold Blue. Cold Blue, oh, yes. okay. That is so Which is old. now a different coffee shop on yeah. Allen. Uh, it's near the bike. Yeah, like Near that. the bike place. Which coffee shop is it? Oh, no. Is that a, is it Cafe Roma? No. Hold on. No. Oh, man. I know. Is, is it an infringement place? It is an infringement oh, place. Oh, God. I can it's picture okay. it. I can't I, picture I should know this, though. You should. This is like an infringement pop quiz, and I'm failing. <laughs> you are failing. I'm going well, to race there. you. Wait, would we say that Scantron was a member of Hilton Castle? Cafeology. I got he it. Was, he yes. was, yes, it is Cafeology. Uh, he was at, I think he came, didn't he come after you were in it, though? Yeah, it was yeah. after. No, he came after me, and then uh, Coleman joined. Yeah, Coleman was briefly. Um, so it was a collective, collective. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Coleman was briefly, but Coleman had a um, a little synth module that he was doing beats with mostly. He just wanted to do beats. Remember, he didn't really yeah, rap yeah. too much. Uh, and then Coleman disappeared, and then Jordan joined. I think I don't think I missed anybody, right? When did Jordan join? Because I didn't know he was a part of it either until I saw you guys at Festivus. Jordan joined when I got sick. Okay. okay. And I was out for a long time, and we didn't know if I was coming back. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. 
it was crazy because i was also sick and i didn't know what was wrong with me and oh i knew what was wrong with me (laughs) but they thought what was wrong with me was also wrong yes they did they hospitalized me thought yeah and then they're like, oh, it's not that. We don't know. They tested me for what you have and what you have. <laughs> Everyone's like, what are they talking about? They did not <laughs> test me for Lyme disease for a long time. I had to ask them to because it was like 2011 and it wasn't as big, big a thing. Now it's now. a big thing. Oh, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But notice it happened right after we were doing all those, like, um, music festivals and stuff. Yeah. That's when we all started getting autoimmune diseases. That's That's just weird. Yeah, it's suspicious. Yeah. (laughs) Nature's not my friend. Yes, I need to stay indoors. But I can't. Music festivals are addictive. (laughs) I can say no. I stay in Buffalo. There's not that much I like indoor plumbing. Uh, I like... I like electricity, air conditioning. Air conditioning's great. I'm a big fan. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That is true, but when you're not, how do I put this, all the way there for an entire weekend, that is great. Like, if you work a job Monday through Friday and you get to spend an entire weekend just dancing to the music you want and not completely there. <laughs> well, we performed some of those too, so. Oh yeah, and afterwards yeah. I definitely started drinking. <laughs> right afterwards. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are going to talk a little bit more about Don Cassiophonics in a bit. Okay. But first, I wanted to talk about uh, my experience with Buffalo Infringement Festivals Festivus. Okay, go ahead. Oh, man. It was spectacular. (laughs) So uh, in the 16 days leading up to the show, we had four bands cancel, including one band cancel three days before on Christmas morning. The only message I woke up to on Christmas morning was, I'm sorry, my band can't play Festivus. I'm really sorry. (laughs) And then one of the bands canceled the day of. Uh, our t-shirt distributor told us they couldn't get our merch done in time. Yeah, they're like so popping busy now. They're really... Um, Amy, who was doing our mini art galleries, couldn't find anyone, so I had to help her with that. About two weeks before, I was talking with uh, Jesse, who runs the burlesque, and I asked her how that was going, and she's like, oh yeah, well, we're we're down a dancer, and I'm like, doing the dancer? (laughs) She's like, yeah, we really do, and I'm like, this is... I'm hitting stuff getting very excited That's okay. i'm like, like i'm like just, just let me know i can help so i found a, a replacement burlesque dancer and then the day before the burlesque dancer had a uh, death in the family so then the next day i had to find another burlesque dancer and since the band canceled the day of and i didn't want to spend two hours of my morning finding a replacement band i'm just like fuck it i'm just gonna do it myself so i just put my band in there just because i just didn't i couldn't deal with it but because i did that i couldn't do i was supposed to be george costanza in the seinfeld burlesque so then i had to refine replacement <laughs> george Oh dear! It got to the point where I almost got, I, I, I almost bribed my friend's boyfriend by telling him I'd play video games with him online for a month. <laughs> oh, ow! I hope it's a game you like. <laughs> Wait, but, um, it, uh, is it FIFA? It's uh, Apex. <laughs> I have no idea what that is, but it sounds just oh, awful. I hate soccer, so that's, <laughs> that's bottom of my list. But uh, uh, Mike Cerrito from Finality Complex in Brass Pro, he filled in. He was our George Costanza. Oh, okay. He was great. He came in knowing – he probably knew more about Seinfeld than, like, anyone else. Mm-hmm. 
who like was even like associated with that performance. So he was he was awesome and he was a good sport. So you know, you tell a guy that women want to take off their clothes and berate him, and you know, <laughs> it's surprising how hard it can be to find people. But on the other hand, it's surprising. It, it like, was, like yes, me, me and Jordan both had the flu, and I was. Very freaking ill. But I was like, so many people have canceled. We've got to go. (laughs) Christina Stock literally told me the same thing. She was sick, too, and she's like, so many bands canceled, I couldn't do it. Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, that would have been six out of the original nine. Oh, that would have been awful. (laughs) But with all that, we still raised $800 for Infringement Festival. We sold a whole bunch of merchandise, and the show was awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of people there, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, like top to bottom, everyone was great. There wasn't really a lull. It's my shit, so it stays on time. That's good. That's the way to do it. No, They're always worried. They're like, oh, this is going to be a pretty wild show. It's like, on time. That's if anything I do right, it's I, I stay on time. So, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, if anyone's interested in volunteering, uh, you can contact me through the Struggle is Real page or my personal page on Facebook. Uh, and we need lots of help because I don't want to have to do all that stuff the next time we have a fundraiser. So, uh, please. And we even had some new volunteers for this event ship in, and they were super helpful, and we love having people like that. So, if you have an opportunity to get involved, do it. Um, also, the WNYMusic.com launch approaches. Um, I think I should have did that before I said. <laughs> so um, we are having, we are relaunching WNYMusic.com. It'll have a giant list of bands. It will have an event calendar, and it will have a blog. If you are interested in any of those things or programming or message board moderation or if whatever, like we always need a helping hand with this. It's going to be all volunteer run. So uh, you can get find more information about that at Facebook.com backslash WNYMusic.com. Dot com and dot is spelled out. Oh, okay. <laughs> WNY Music was taken, so WNY Music dot com. So, or uh, you can always find me at Sir William Idol at gmail dot com. Um, we are going to get to upcoming shows in a second, but first, let's listen to some music. Uh, this was my favorite album from last year. Uh, it was from the Eves, Learning to Live in the Dark. Uh, the album has been particularly on my mind because I got a record player for Christmas, and um, I, they were the first thing I saw on the uh, the local vinyl rack over at Revolver Records on Elmwood, and I picked it up, and it sounds super awesome on vinyl. And also, they're going to be playing Good Bar on Valentine's Day, uh, which is February 14th of us for those who are single I guess uh, with wild one I, I, I don't know I put in parentheses I was like I'm not going to say that and then I did uh, and they're playing with wild ones and my local favorite shoegaze noise band previous love so here is bounce by the eaves on the struggle is real buffalo music podcast on all wny.com <laughs>
Seconds, doesn't it? Just it did, by? yes. That was so quick. <laughs> so we are going to get to more of Pam and Miggy, but first we are just going to talk about some upcoming shows real quick. On January 23rd at the Tudor Lounge, we have some of Buffalo's best rock groups, uh, Supergroup Grosh, which combines old-time rock and roll with blues, is playing a- along with Tortoise Forest, who is, uh, I've heard they're an amazing jam band. I haven't seen them myself. I've seen guitarist Max Davis play, and he is incredible. So. I have seen them, but I guess they changed up some since I saw them, so I, my description would not be accurate. They were so. a prog band when I saw them. I think they're still doing, I think that's still what it is. Hmm. That's not what I, when I heard them again, it, they didn't sound the same. 
Okay. Yeah. More like what? Like they have like some of those pedals that eight made eight things sound eight bit and stuff, and you know, huh. and they seem that seemed to not be there anymore. But maybe I just didn't see them doing it the next time I saw them. Interesting. Maybe they do something a little different every. They time. might. They might. <laughs> but yeah, check them out. Both of those bands are great. So, um, and then the next day on January twenty fourth, uh, Struggling Productions is putting on a great all ages show at the Hostel. I love the Hostel. Oh yeah, the Hostel's great. Awesome. The Hostel is nice. Yeah. Yeah. So our first show we did over and out with Passed Out and a bunch of other sad boys. Uh, this time we're focusing. Uh, this sounds bad out of context. This time we're focusing on underage bands uh, to help provide a place that they can play <laughs> and places that other bands can attend. <laughs> I just got in my head. And... So on the bill we have Jam Band Sheridan, my band Laney and Uprising is playing, and then we have sets from uh, Gunther's Radio, which is a band named after the old Sledding Hill I went down as a kid. Oh. Awesome. And uh, punk rock band Muddle. Okay. Uh, it is, again, January 24th, $5, all ages, doors at 630 bands at 7.30. Muddle was on the bill we just played, and they were actually really good. Yeah, uh, that was the Jen DeSanta show. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep, they were good. No, I, I helped Jen put that bill together, and, oh, Muddle, okay. Muddle, and like Muddle was the first band I suggested. They're, I think I have them on shows every like every month so far this year that I have stuff booked. <laughs> I think they're great. So uh, if you haven't heard them, uh, singing Ma- singer Maggie DeWitt has like, sounds like Courtney Love shot through a fucking cannon. Like, I just, I love her oh, vocal. Oh, yeah, they were fun. So, yeah, so come I and like check it. it out. And if yeah. we can, the more yeah, people we got, the more of these shows we can do. And, you know, being a musician under 21 is yeah. shitty around here, especially, I mean, there really aren't any places. It's like, there used to at least be places in the South Towns and, like, oh, North no. Towns where, like, people could perform back in my day. But, this is um, a bar scene now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there really aren't, there, there aren't a lot of places. So it's it's really important for me to do this. So we're doing one January 24th. We'll have another one coming in March that I'm still booking. And then also on January 24th at Mohawk Place, we have the Rock-A-Mile in Their Shoes, uh, a benefit for crisis services. It is featuring the great Zach Ward, punk band The Jennies, Boy Jr. Have you ever heard Boy Jr.? No. Nope. Okay. And uh, the Glam Vamps, who are a fantastic local uh, burlesque group. Is Bad Ronald on that? Huh? I thought Bad Ronald was on that, too. Um, let's... You asked Bad Ronald. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not talking about my fundraiser. Oh, okay. No, 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 mine's... <laughs> what are you talking about? Mine's for Planned Parenthood. This is for Crisis Service. Oh, wrong fundraiser. Okay. Yes, yes. I was like, oh, shit. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> I have to tell everybody, don't. <laughs> I got a lot of dates and bands to try and keep. Oh, my God. I... Yeah, yeah, I completely understand. <laughs> if it gets, it gets like, yeah, when your brain starts getting, yeah, like those dates get even worse. Yeah, the numbers start inverting, and yeah. So, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna get back to Pam and Miggy. Uh, next up, we're gonna play Pigeons by Sheridan, which uh, I believe this album was just released a couple months ago. So check that out here on the Struggles Real Buffalo Music Podcast on allwny.com. Slowing down these lonely nights 
in front of me. Walked out of the ones front north, but I'm unable to still agree.
much I've been known to overthink it. What you like is nothing wrong with doing what makes you happy. What makes you happy? way to do it <laughs> so yeah i mean i was gonna ruin my her- i was gonna have a hernia one way or the other it was gonna happen sooner or later i just fall apart in pieces so if it's <laughs> gonna happen hernia. i'd rather have it be that way <laughs> than you know he was carrying a letter and just yeah that's kind of or like coughing i know oh, people who've heard done that shit oh hell no i don't well, want that terrifying i keep right? coughing i have no idea it's like a they say it's like a carryover from when we were all sick Oh, yeah, I've still got some coughs from being sick. That sucked so much. I was so sick. Holy shit. So we're back with Pam and me. (laughs) Um, Oh, where to start? So, Pam, how long have you been a part of the music scene? I moved here in 1990 from Fredonia. Okay. Yeah. Where were you before then? Dansville, New York. Well, Sparta, New York, actually. Is that, like, Utica? No, um, it's near Hornell, if you know Hornell. It's no. south of, it's near Geneseo, if you know okay, Geneseo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> she had to go for an entire list. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's very small. Sparta, New York is very tiny. Dansville is a little bigger, but I actually grew up in Sparta. On, oh. a, on a farm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> if, that's, if that's your thing, I guess. Yeah, if it's your thing, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work, yeah. Getting up early and getting pooped on. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Never yeah. mind. I'm, no, that's not nice. I don't, care. I don't care if you like it. Just but passing for the country, I, I get the... Ugh. The smells, yeah. Oh, I, I, used to, I used to have band practice up over in Eden, Ooh. and there was this... There was like a cow farm like right next mm-hmm. to us so in the field behind us it was all cow corn so when that stuff like when they fertilized it and then the summer sun went yep. down on it oh that's the word we practiced in this barn in his backyard on the second floor and it was either like roasting like mm-hmm. like we're all in our boxer shorts sweating or you roll down the window and it, it smells like it smells like you are you are turning into poop <laughs> that yeah, is that's the liquid stuff if it's a big place they oh, liquefy oh my god yeah, it's oh nasty. man yeah. yeah, we weren't do. that. Our farm was not that big. Okay, good. <laughs> we oh, were little. God, moving on. Maggie, yeah. you, did, you didn't grow up on the farm. No, <laughs> I grew up in Queens. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> a, a little everything. Yep. So, um, Pam, who was your? What was your first local band then? Uh, my first band was um, so my. I had a band in Fredonia called the Happy Purples. 
And uh, when I moved to Buffalo, we formed, reformed the Happy Purples. Actually, um, Al Uthman from Soul Butchers was in it. Um, my ex, Chris Saganich, was in it. Um, yeah, that was my first band. And we did lots of weird time signature stuff and off-time stuff. And, yeah, we played a lot, and people looked confused. Uh, <laughs> we got the confusion stare a I got <laughs> I was in an experimental band in college. <laughs> One song had, like, a 40-minute patch of silence where someone would always yell, What's going on? <laughs> oh, no. I would have been that guy. It was ridiculous. <laughs> In hindsight, it was like it was ridiculous. Like I was the drummer, so like I'd hit the last beat before the silence, and I'd like hide under. Like I didn't know what to do when you're just playing silence. I could either like just stare at like awkwardly at the people or my hands, or I could like duck behind the drums. There's really no classy way of just standing in place for 40 seconds doing nothing. And wow! I'm trying to take it seriously. I could do that and giggle, but I can't take that seriously. Yeah, when I was in Fredonia, we were we were more of a pop band and there was somebody named uh a guy named chris colossa who wrote a lot of the music um he was very good at writing a hook he knew that trick of like coming up with a phrase that people say and making it a song lyric that's a smart thing because every time somebody there was a song called on a sunday afternoon and whenever you said something about sunday afternoon you think of the song i'm like that's brilliant (laughs) i think we're on to something here yeah it's very clever he did that with every song that's actually the formula for making um Contemporary pop. Just come up with a good phrase people say naturally to remind, refer back to the song all the time. Oh yeah. Or if you're really good, come up with something completely off. Yeah, and make it catch on. (laughs) (laughs) Let the dogs out. I use that in. (laughs) I use that in a common conversation constantly. Do you know that song is about ugly women in nightclubs? Oh, I, heard. I just heard that like a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, I never really spent the time to analyze the song, but yeah, all right. But it's just so freaking catchy, and it's over. What is that? Like, that's like a more of a soca beat, right? Yeah, that's more like soca. So yeah. it's. A- also, my drummer was Usman Farouk. I don't want to leave someone out. Sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> what is what is he playing in? Is he in the band now? That name sounds familiar. No, nope. he's not in a band. He's Aww. the doctor now. <laughs> Maybe that's why I know his name. Oh, uh, you probably shouldn't have mentioned him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I was thinking, like, should I mention that? He's, he's very respectable now. <laughs> um, so uh, tell us about the formation of Hooked on Cassiophonics. Oh, um, it was infringement. It was like 2011 or t- something like that. I don't even remember. It was It was, it was before infringement. We no, it was it was infringement because Kurt, because I play I play like keyboards and stuff, but I sequence them and then I play keyboards with them. People think I'm just DJing stuff, but I'm not. I I can't just you know what I mean. I can't just pull new stuff out of thin air because I I'm not DJing. I'm playing stuff. And then Kurt gave me a three-hour slot, and I didn't <laughs> have three hours worth of music, as most people often don't of their own stuff and so what venue was this at this was at college street art gallery and about an hour and a half in i was just like at my wits end and i was like does anyone want to run up and collaborate and of course rock nuts came running up and wrapped all his songs (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's then then the next time i played there was rock nuts and then we were a band and then we got miggy (laughs) how did rock nuts approach you 
uh we were at black uh black light open mic mm-hmm. and he's like we were all doing our stuff and then all of a sudden he comes up to me he's like so hey yo you want to come with uh with me pam's over there at nietzsche she's about to do a whole set and i just met you i'm like oh okay i like pam sure <laughs> <laughs> here i am over there and then i hear the stuff and I rap boom bap. <laughs> like, that's what I, I'm from New York. I know boom bap rap. Pam's playing this EDM, and I'm like, I can't stay on beat. <laughs> so then I go home, and I start practicing over EDM sounds. <laughs> like, oh, it's the same thing. You just got to, you know, twist your words a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Cool. And, and I try to change it up some to make it, you know, shift it a little. Sure. Some of the sounds. Yeah. So now, does Hooked on Cassiophonics have any recordings? Um, <coughs> we were slowly recording things. That was our summer project, but <laughs> as you know, summer of which year? <laughs> this year. <laughs> but as you know, we have two rappers, and basically the entire group sings. So we got to have a ton of tracks. <laughs> Sure. So we are looking for someone who's able to um, record us while Pam is looping. <laughs> We're a lot to handle. Oh, there we go. Well, I, might I don't know. There guys. might be something on my... I don't know if there's anything on the SoundCloud or not. I think there's some live things with just Rock Nuts on my SoundCloud. Okay. Yeah, if no, we, I always just assumed go. it was just you and Rock Nuts because everything I'd seen was just... Just the two of you. Just the two of you. <laughs> it's true. Rock, well, Rock Nuts is always you. you. Actually, oh, we forgot Cody. Cody was in it for a while. <laughs> oh. Rock Nuts, oh. yeah. Somewhere Cody's like, hey, what'd I do? <laughs> what'd I do, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there for that, so I can't be blamed. I was laid up sick somewhere. <laughs> so, um, how would, uh... Yeah, there's some live stuff on my SoundCloud. Okay. Uh, how would you describe Hooked on Cassiophonics for those who haven't listened we're kind of more like old school like we all sing and we sing harmonies and we dance and we rap too but i i feel like it's kind of like almost a throwback in some respects i don't know do you think that way um i think you kind of touched on it earlier right i i think some of our elements there's pam with the loop in it it does have an e, a strong edm influence so that's I would say that's our most consistent. We can switch to any other subgenre, add any other genre, but we have that EDM influence. But then we also have rappers, so but the rapping style is more like old school. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's very I got that like nineties party rap. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I guess that's the vibe we were going for mostly because of Rock Nuts because that's his <laughs> Yeah. He says he's new Jack Swing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, well, I think that's how Warren G described himself, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I get into that. It, it you it's like with rock nuts you can't you can't get overly serious. We try to yeah. balance it off, <laughs> you know. And I do think that we infuse a lot of political influence influences in our songs. If you just listen, <laughs> you yeah. might be dancing, but if you go back, if we ever finish yeah. that recording, yeah. you hear <laughs> like, wait, wow, they were talking about economics and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we have Jordan, who's like more soul or something. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's new. I'm getting used to it. Um, soul. With EDM, we're trying to see how we're going to move um, forward with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Jay brings a lot of nice things to the stage show, too. Oh, yeah. Well, soul is nice. It's just soul is so powerful. It's just hard to work with soul, uh, like make soul 
a subgenre. Did I am I explaining this right? Well, like you're just saying to keep it all balanced. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of because soul, if you think of all the great soul singers, Aretha Franklin, like um, I don't know, gosh. It, it's so many of them. I'm, I was just looking at one of them on this stupid show that I never thought I'd watch ever in my life. The Mass Singer. <laughs> oh, what is the Mass Singer? I can't believe I've Wayne never Brady heard of that. won that. Wayne Brady won. Don't season tell two. me. You never even oh. tell me. Don't tell Did me. Did I just read it for you? Yes, I was watching it on. Google. Oh you man. Oh no. Oh, I am so. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Oh. But I think I already guessed it's Wayne Brady. Um, He's like a but, professional singer. What the fuck is he doing it for? The thingamajig. <laughs> fucking Wayne Brady and his ego just get, keeps getting in the way of our entertainment. <laughs> but I, I can't believe they picked um, Wayne Brady over Lady Marmalade. Voulez-vous avec moi? That's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> I really I liked the version they did for oh what Baz Luhrmann movie did they do that for? I can't remember when they they redid it in like the late nineties with like Christina Aguilera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and Lil' Kim. I, yeah, yeah. Because they have like the three singers and they're like Mia. They're like they have the section. They're like Mia, and then she goes oh, and then they like pink. And she's like oh, and then Christina Aguilera does her thing, and then Lil' Kim goes on the mic and she just goes uh, 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 and I'm like that's. That's Here's the thing. Perfect. Thank you, Kim. That is what you bring to the table. <laughs> but yeah, do you see what like soul is so all encompassing? Like, oh, absolutely. And because you have to have a strong voice to sing um, soul, it takes over everything. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> it t- it does. Oh, and uh, just uh, on the topic of Jordan, aka J Aquarius, mm-hmm. um, someone commented about this on somewhere, and I just want to make this very clear to anyone who's listening. It's this is, if this gets released on time, this is the last day to vote for the LWNY Awards, which I hope you did. Um, but uh, someone made a comment, and I just need to be very clear. Jay Aquarius and Aqueous are two different bands. Jay Aquarius is a soul singer. Aqueous is a jam band. Oh, no. I saw someone post about, like, oh, man, Jordan got nominated in, like, hi- in, like hip-hop and rock. And I'm like... What? And then I look at it and I'm like, oh my god, I can't. <laughs> oh no! Oh, if you don't think someone will get confused about something weird, oh. then they do. It, 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 it's, it's amazing what people can be confused by. You think yeah. you're being very. I'm a teacher during oh, the yeah. day, so you think you're being crystal clear, and then somebody warps it in some very creative way that you just wish they could put into their actual work. <laughs> someone was on shrooms. Oh. <laughs> on uh, uh, for for last year's Festivus, uh, I wanted to do feats of strength, and I was gonna fill uh, stock full of coal and like people would just have to hold out the stockings and who can ever hold it the long enough would win win mm-hmm. so I tell my buddy I'm like bring me some coal I'm doing this with it and he goes okay he shows up with the biggest bag of bird seed I've ever oh. seen and I'm like dude what are you doing and he's like well I figured you could get more weight if you filled him with bird seed and I'm like there's nothing about bird seed that's for Christmas he's like oh and I'm like and he's like can we still do it and I'm like do you want to drop bags of bird seed yeah. on the floor and eat he's like no <laughs> Can we do the parking lot? And I'm like, that's a, that's even wow. worse. That is an even worse idea. Your friend was on shrooms. So I'm like, hey, he's like, so there's a, there's nothing you can do with this. And I'm like, no, there's absolutely nothing I can. You can just put it back in your car, take it back where you got it, <coughs> throw yeah, it a, so. around in the countryside somewhere. Yeah. 
I had I had someone audition for my band once, and we sent him the music and the songs, and he came in and didn't realize he was supposed to learn them. Oh, oh I didn't know you guys wanted me to learn those songs. <laughs> you just over. So, Miggy, tell us about your performance career. So you start. You're from Queens. Oh uh, yeah, so, actually, I'm originally from the Caribbean. So oh shit, <laughs> I grew up in Queens, Jamaica Hills. Oh damn. <laughs> um. So how long have you been rapping for? Uh. Well, I started out doing poetry, so, like, oh, spoken word. Sure. And I think I've been doing that since I was, like, uh, probably 12. Sorry, am I not in the mic? Oh, no. Yeah. I, actually, I had to turn it up to compensate. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so I was about uh, 12 doing um, poetry, and but I was singing in church the typical um, crappy um, story of being brainwashed and... Um, a religious institution, <laughs> but I found my solace in singing. <laughs> uh, and then you know you you're writing, but then you go to college and you're not really thinking about performing. And then I meet this weird scene in Buffalo, and they're like, "Hey, come do your poems." <laughs> so how'd you, how'd you end up in Buffalo? Uh, I was trying to get away from the religious people. Ah. So I'm like. Where's the furthest? Where are the most heathens? Right, yeah. (laughs) Where can I find people who are just going straight to hell? (laughs) Oh, God, that's awesome. No, I was thinking, honestly, I was thinking, where is the, like, edge of New York State? (laughs) That that we are. Yeah. So I ended up here in Buffalo, New York, and I'm like, I want to go to UB. Uh, Never mind. I'll go to Buff State. So here I am in Buff State, and then I I see all this weirdness. I went to Nietzsche's for the first time, and I'm just like, what the heck is going on? There are people walking around with, like, uh, baby dolls with their head cut head cut off or removed or whatever. Is this an like, infringement event, or is this just a regular day at Nietzsche's? <laughs> it could be It either. could have been either. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> that was when there was still the bend and all those other. So oh, sure. Yeah, Allentown was in full swing, and I'm like, this is some crazy shit. <laughs> I never thought I'd be here. Oh, I'd be part of it. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't know it existed until a couple of years ago. So yeah. I was excited. I'm like, wait, this is just like like hanging out with the art kids from college. Like, this yeah. is great. <laughs> like, like I, yeah, God, Buffalo. Hell out of Hamburg. Yeah, so she told um, the story of how I... Actually, while I was doing my spoken word, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, you know what? You should rap. And I'm like, no, I can't. I wouldn't ever rap. I mean, I've rapped before. Oh, I, I rap privately, but I'm like, no, that's going to corrupt my art. <laughs> <laughs> and then you joined Hooked on Cafe. <laughs> it was total corruption. Yeah, it really was. And then I'm hearing this freaking song called Sex Maniac, and I'm like, I will absolutely not perform that. And the next and thing I know, I'm singing. <laughs> yeah, sex, sex Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> does does rock nuts write all like the hooks like that or is that a little no. bit of everyone uh, i know well, i or, mean he has his own hooks everybody has their yeah. own hooks, okay yeah, okay that they've written yeah it depends and sometimes it could be a collaboration okay like if well i think you only heard us like a few times with me involved but yes. if you're looking at like um nicotine and sweet wine that's me writing um in my bathroom, drunk and still smoking cigarettes. I don't nice. do that anymore. <laughs> but well, you, you know, you, you take the songwriting out, and it's still worthwhile. So, <laughs> but then uh, Pam, Pam's uh, penned a few things, or like 
she'll like uh jump in oh the best things that she has done though is like if we're at a loss for um for songs here comes pam improvising i'm like oh my god i don't want to do another improv (laughs) (laughs) but here she goes here i go (laughs) with the song help me though because the the patch on the keyboard said said that (laughs) that is amazing what is the hump me patch i guess i need to listen to the song so it's a cheap keyboard called called the yamaha djx that i bought a long time ago because i thought it was hilarious and i actually found a second one at the thrift store so i had two of them for i found a second one for 20 bucks and it was just ridiculous silly over the top caricature beats and then i was i took like all my sequencers and i wrote you know drum beats and sequences and mixed other drum beats with these crazy kind of caricature style beats that i thought were funny (laughs) wait is the hump was hump me um rock nuts just uh going off and acting stupid when he saw it because that Maybe. sounds yeah, yeah that's perhaps that's not, that sounds like the work of a man i'm just yeah. from my experience i know jay well you would know better than i would like how what's his writing process uh he usually writes everything out and shows up with the lyrics in a little book he usually has a little book that he writes them out in hmm. yeah with me it depends either um i'm writing while i'm uh, like i heard the beat pam was playing it and i'm like writing away or we'll just come up with it right then and there in that attic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, my my attic, yes. Or my now it's the side room, the extra bedroom. <laughs> yeah, the attic is used for serious things now. <laughs> Not very serious things. <laughs> oh man, I have so much more I want to talk about, and I know we're kind of pressed for time a little bit. Uh, Miggy, tell us about my your solo stuff that you're working on. Oh, actually, I should be better at this, like with promoting my solo stuff. If you have something um, ready, we can play it in the next slot. Especially since the, I don't have, there's like nothing hooked on Casio Phonics. To, there is on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Wait, do we have? How does it, does it sound all right? Or is it like crappy live tracks? You would have to listen to well, it and tell me. What I have you think. I have solo <laughs> stuff right here, and <laughs> ooh, but it not, needs a lot of editing. There's cursing. Oh, on I, it. I don't give a fuck. And but just just. I I do want to get a give a disclaimer to those who listen to us in Allentown. Like I told Pam, I have like different music that I'm interested in. I don't do my Allentown type music solo and vice versa. I don't bring oh, my sure. solo stuff. Oh yeah. So this is a lot more poppy. <laughs> oh yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So we will play we're going to play well, later. We'll play a track from Miggy and a track from Hooked on Cats. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you can so. also they can also find anything I have um so far or um on SoundCloud Miggy J. Miggy J. So on that's M I G G I E. And I should probably put more stuff up there because I have tons of stuff that I just don't upload. I am soundcloud.com slash Pam hyphen S-W-A-R-T-S Swartz. I don't know why. I always think it's a Z at the end. Everybody does. Always. <laughs> I've gotten paychecks that way. So you two are both music veterans at this point. Um, from a local perspective, what is? how do you view success as far as what you do with music? Is it... Are you trying to get in front of a certain number of people? Is it the experience? Is it the how do you how do you judge how you're doing with that, or do you even think about that? You go first. I would say it's the, the experience performing. You know, like sure. how how do people respond to it? Um, 
I'm pretty cynical about the music scene and all that. I, d- I certainly don't think that what's very good gets the most play. <laughs> so, I uh, yeah. Um, so if you're bare bones in front of an audience in Buffalo, New York, and they respond, you must be doing something quite well. Completely. Because there's a lot of good musicians here, too. There are. And there's really lots are. of music. I, I think a lot... Buffalo has two scenes, right? There is the Allentown scene, and then there is also the not Allentown. Oh, there's scene. like there's like twenty different scenes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, but, it's amazing how fragmented it is. Um, and and then we never collaborate. And I'm probably one of the few people I know that I go across to the different scenes. Like for years, no one went to stamps, right? For years, I did. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I love stamps. But I, did, I did go to stamps. Um, I used. I went to stamps all the way back in like what 2011. Yeah, it's probably about as. I think I played back around then too. Yeah, like well, I never played in. Yes, I have. I've wrapped <laughs> in stamps. I'm not gonna lie, but I. I mean, I try to go across um, lines. Oh sure. Um, but I think I have different goals. Um. Uh, for different parts. Again, we're not all one person, right? Like sure. Pam has how many bands are you in right now, Pam? Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I have to stop and get like five, maybe. Oh wow! <laughs> Plus her solo stuff. <laughs> so um, I have hooked on Cassiophonics, and then there's Miggy J as the artist, and I also do poetry. And um, as far as poetry, that's I think that's what I really want to promote. Aside outside of just Buffalo, but there's just something special about the music you make here in Buffalo. I don't think anywhere else would receive us. We're just so freaking weird, and we love it. And I don't think anywhere else would really love us. And you know, you get surprised every day. But I'm with her. I'm cynical. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've 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 managed to find like fun party bands like everywhere I go. And if you find them, they're they're not always easy to find. But if you look in the, in the right spots, you find them. And I think that makes them even better. Hmm. The fun, like, weird. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. You gotta sit through some crazy shit before you find something exactly. good. Exactly. But when you find that something good, it is completely <laughs> worth it. Pam, let's talk yep. about your solo stuff real quick. Okay. It's so cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so tenuous. <laughs> I just there's um, so many things it can break. <laughs> I that that is half of what amazes me. So like, like did you start with just like the one looper and then just build and build and build? Or uh, yeah, I started with just a little two pedal looper and I was like splitting the signal, so I had a little pedal to fade out the loop so I could keep playing the guitar so the sound wouldn't stop. Um, and then the RC50, it's a three, pe- it's got three tr- different tracks you can have. It's by, it's a looping pedal. Came out and I bought it right away. And um, when it first came out, and that was like about ten years ago, and it's finally, finally broke. The last show I played, the very end when I tried to play my last song, it was just like. No more. I've had enough. I've had enough. enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, I just kept adding stuff, which is probably something I shouldn't do, but I just can't seem to help myself. <laughs> I, the Celtic singing that, like, kind of like Anya a little bit when she... I love oh, that. the Oprah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That like, the, I think the first time I saw you, it's like I've looked for everything. It's kind of 
doing their thing, dancing around a little bit. And then I hear this. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, that's a voice. <laughs> Holy. Like, that could have been, like, even, like, a guitar with some, some, oh, some of the way yeah, like, yeah. in and it's stuff. Be- it's a yeah, beautiful it, it, instrument. Yes, folks. If you Thank haven't you. seen Pam live, her her solo stuff is just. It's, I'll be at the Honey Room on the 18th. Oh, and check out the Honey one. Room yeah. if you get a chance. I've, I haven't gotten a chance to go there yet. I've heard it's great. Yeah, it is great. And I have to break in my new looping pedal, so. So it could go really well. <laughs> it could go it, really wrong. It could go really wrong. Yeah. I, I, I can't get, like, my rhythm's always, like, a microsecond off with my looping pedal. Yeah, and, and I'm looping a drum. Uh, I'm looping a little Casio Rapman keyboard, so, you oh know, if you're goodness. too off, you'll hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Does like how much? How long was it before you felt comfortable enough with your looping? Before you were like doing it live? You have to practice it a lot because um, so much of it is where your body is and the right position to pick up the right thing at the right time. Sure. So it isn't even necessarily knowing the parts; it's getting your body to the right spot to pick up the toy drums, to pick up, um, you know. To hit the right pedal, to hit the right keyboard, to hit the right pack. Very technical. Yeah, it's really <laughs> technical. <laughs> Super technical. To Yeah, and there's somebody called Tune Yards. Um, and she's really awesome and amazing. And it was funny because I read a review. She loops. Um, she just loops her ukulele usually, but um, and I think she doesn't even loop anymore. But I think now she just uses a band. <laughs> Amateur, uh, yeah. And, uh, but she said that I read her interview. She said the same thing. She says, you know, wrote uh, practice where you have to just keep getting to the right spot to hit the right thing at the right time. She did some, yeah. She would loop some drums in her ukulele. Huh, She's really great. Yeah. All right. Well, Cassidy is downstairs waiting for me to let her in. So I'm going to play some music. Miggy, what was the name of your song? It's All the Same. All the Same. And Pam, what's the name of your song? Um, Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't have it up. <laughs> you caught me off guard. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. First you want me to play a song, <coughs> then you don't. Well, I oh, no. No, I'm just I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening either. Um, so I have two. You could, I was just going to give you one. Probably. Just give me one. Uh, oh, crap. How about we have this one here called Bad Blood. All right. Oh, we'll be performing that, uh, at, um, Jay Aquarius's, uh, birthday Birthday. party. Also at the Honey Room on the 24th. Sweet. (laughs) All right. Well, here is All the Same by Miggy and Bad Blood by Hooked on Cassiophonics back to back here on the Struggles Real Buffalo Music Podcast on allwny.com. Yo, it's the M-I-G-G-I coming at you. You know the deal. And no remorse for what I do. This one goes out to the ladies who no longer want to argue. He had you and he lost you. Remember back in the day when I couldn't write the beat? Now my flow's so tight like a virgin in I put it down on you, then you act the repeat. Why you say you wait so long? Why you always on shit? Said he got a job and he trying to get along. But I never see that dog with the same that song. Man, you lying. Smelling fresh and always neatly dressed. Did not do it again. What you think me for? I'm doing just fine. 
for you to reach out. Don't speak like no doubt. I wiggle out of bounds and I'm ready for the next round. Won't stop till I get crowned. Haven't you heard? I'm the one. They love me, but the niggas all the same. All the same. They love me, but you fake. So fake. You say you love me, but the niggas all the same. And I do what I want to do. Let the water 
Same by Miggy and Bad Blood by Hooked on Cassiophonics. Back to back here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. Hey, Cassidy. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. I missed all the fun. Yeah, you did. Dang it. We Dude, can have more fun. We can have more fun if you want. We got we got this little sound effects oh, guy. I'm having fun already. Yeah, see, and we're going to talk about... <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. All okay. right. We're going to talk about some previous shows. If that's okay. Everyone's looking at me at the end of this table. It's weird. <laughs> um, well, I talked about it before. I talked about the problems we had with infri- Buffalo Infringement Fest. Infest- 
In festivus. Buffalo <laughs> Infringement Festivals Festivus. Okay. If you try and say that too fast, it just kills you. That's a lot yeah. of that. On December 28th at Nietzsche's, and it was awesome. It was awesome. So, what time did you get there, Cassidy? Well, I arrived post-waitress time. I must have been, I would say, in the 10.30 zone. Did you Did you catch Seinfeld burlesque? Oh, yes. No, I walked in during Miss Christina Stock's set. Okay. In which she was accompanied by, I believe... Sally Schaefer. Sally Schaefer. From Over and Out, yes. Because Over and Out did not play, correct? Yes, Rob had a throat thing. There was a thing, and an ailment prevented that. So that was an impromptu... Her joining in on Christina's She's staff, played with her before. They, okay. Sally can jump in on anything. Well, I, I'd imagine so. But yeah, I just, she's exceptional. It was a lovely thing to walk into the room mm-hmm. to, to see. And the rest of the night was... I know that you can't toot your own horn, but it was really nice to see Eleni <laughs> in the uprising. Oh, shucks. You guys <laughs> held down your own. And, you know, like, Except I didn't... The, oh, man, that first song. Like, someone recorded video, and he's like, I just threw out that first song. It was pretty bad. <laughs> just from yeah. running the night, and, like, I literally just... I think the first like verse and chorus I blanked out. And the worst part is it's four chords. It's just four chords over and over again. Yeah. From, mm-hmm. Like you lose it and your mind's just like, yeah, it's not coming back. You were about to pass out when I saw you. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, so you give it after, your all, anytime, Ryan. anytime after like the second song. Oh yeah. That's what I do. You only get so many shots to do it right. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta push it. It was lovely. <laughs> so, um, Miggy, were you around for any portion of the night? Did you see any other acts? Was there anything? Oh uh, yeah, acts? I, I did. Who'd I you like? A few people. Now I'm trying to remember when did I come in. We were there at midnight, and I played at 11:30, and then. Didn't we play at midnight? I think. Yeah, I you was... played at midnight. Yeah. No, I was there before that. I most likely did see you. I saw you. I saw um, Frigid. Well, his name is Frigid Giant. I don't know who he was playing under. Oh, was that um, was that Mindset who played after you or 14 Trapdoors that played before you? The one who played after. I think both of them were really good. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, the guy, they kept holding up signs of people's complaints or reading signs. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the Aaron grievances. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. No, we, I like that. I, I added the band Mindset on, like, I found out Christmas Day I needed to replace them one. So I just put up a post, and this guy's like, I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to listen to it. I'm like, oh, fuck it, you're gone. And, like, they ended up, like, I, I, that's not. That's very dangerous. That is not the right approach to take at all. But I was getting burnt out from all of you're it. Not, you're lucky. Did he have yeah. stuff for you to listen to, like, afterwards? You went back and. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was just. In fact, it go both ways. Well, I mean, <laughs> when the band before them canceled, yes. like, I couldn't find anyone for them. That took forever. So by the time I got to the next band out, it's like, I already have this list of, like, 80 bands who I know can't play. You're just lucky it was infringement, because that is the nature of infringement. Yeah, I was Oh, yeah, say, absolutely. If you're not yeah. burnt out at absolutely. the end of infringement, especially actual yeah. infringement in the summer, oh. you didn't infringe right. I just called it. <laughs> oh, I took two marathon. weeks off. <laughs> It's an art marathon. Oh yeah. my god! Oh. I, 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 I view it more like a chaos. tricathlon. I think there's it's just chaos. there's all these different or a decathlon. Just all these different different things you have to do. <laughs> one day you're one day you're trying to make sure no one's angry about a table that Lazy S destroyer broke, and like the next day, <laughs> what? that that happened. I can imagine. And just there's just always it's, it's like there's. Different demands, which is makes it interesting and just even more scary. Wait, 
Is Art Voice in print still? No, nope. no. Oh. Done, done, done. Art Voice is gone. The public's gone. Yeah, right? public's gone. There's nothing left. Is there anything left? I mean, there's online presence, but well, mm, you know, only there was a website that started with WNY and ended with music.com. <laughs> come around and help everyone out. We actually have Art Voices uh, calendar event person is going to be our person. Um, so, hey, hey Buffalo Rising still. Oh yeah, it's been a long, long, long time. Uh, I think Step Out Buffalo still does some decent stuff. I think Buffalo Blog might still be active. I but, see some stuff. There's a yeah. place to rally the troops, so like there needs to be more of an arts, uh, you know, yeah. umbrella, so that you see what's happening and you, you hear about the cool but, stuff yeah. you missed. Do you think that you can bring all the scenes together? <laughs> I'm gonna try. One would hope. Yeah. Or that there there are not reasons for people not to want to get involved in what we're doing. So that's what you hope for. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pam, down. Did you actually see any of the other acts? Or you looked, uh. you looked like death. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we you were. looked like death when you came in the door. And by the end of your set, like I didn't know how you were still. Like you were, you were like uh, just this like shade of pasty white that I would believe otherwise impossible without like some sort of makeup. makeup. Yeah, yeah, I was very. I was. That was a very. The flu that is going around now is. Horrible! It's so oh, so bad. Like I like I was I was working, so but like every time I passed by, everyone was having a blast up front. But like at the end, of the, you looked like you had played for like two hours. Yeah, like you was, were. My voice but, was pretty much gone. I couldn't really sing that much. Oh because, yeah, yeah. No, was I was so, so happy bad. I put you guys on at midnight. Like that was perfect. Like that oh. was just what I think everyone needed just at that time. Like it was. was anyone who passed through had to dance their way through at one point. For sure. Yeah, I I was coughing all over the place. I couldn't hear out of one ear. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, I remember you saying that. I can't hear out of my ear. Freaking Rock Nuts kept dancing and uh, jumping on the power cord. He kept and dancing. then I'm like, shit, I'm forgetting the words because you keep interrupting uh, my flow. Yeah, and he's, that keyboard he was unplugging is like the, the, the one that sends he, the MIDI yes. signal. So everything would just stop and be like, what happened? Uh, uh, Jay uh, Aquarius saved the days. Like, okay, y'all having a good time? <laughs> yeah, I jumped in. Uh, he was also oh. sick. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was awesome. So yeah, glad, it was very fun. Glad everyone had a good time. And then uh, another event I went to at Nietzsche's. This one was on January 3rd. It was a rare Nietzsche's punk show uh, featuring Over and Out uh, without their drummer. Uh, I don't know if he wants me to say this on the on the podcast, but I am. Patrick from uh, Over and Out tri- uh, tripped on a Lego and broke his wrist. Aww. And I know, like, I don't want to break my wrist. And I don't want him to break his wrist. But it's kind of funny. I mean, if you're going to break your wrist, slipping on a Lego is, I don't know. I tripped on my shoe, on a shoe in the hallway and broke my foot. I See, that's that's what I'm getting at. It was uh, back in the days of Napster, and I heard the ding, meaning your song uh, had downloaded. And I was oh, downloading uh, Popcorn by Gershon Kingsley. Do you remember electronic like, music? Yeah, yeah, Innovator. And I was like, yeah, and I went running and oh, wiped out. For oh, we're you should have sued Napster before Metallica <laughs> did. I, right? So uh, it was over and out on the Cinder, the Scarecrow Show, and Dreadnecks. Um, members of the music scene who had that. Well, first off, um, I, I was there for over and out, who was always So did good. they have a drummer sitting in? No, no, they just went without it. And That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, and just um, between the way the bass player plays and Sally's 
Sally plays a very percussive yeah. violin at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of keeping the pace going. Wow. And also something I thought was that was really interesting. I, I saw it was actually Rock Nuts was actually Sally's playing her violin and in between songs he like calls her over to the side and I'm like what's happening? There was actually a blind guy on the I mean a, a deaf person on the stage there who wanted to ha- have like Sally pointed towards him so he could read her lips. And I just never heard of that before, and I just thought that was really interesting. So, That's cool. um, on the Cinder played, they're super fun. If if you're into like Zero Authority or Bad Religion or Rancid, go check them out. They're going to be hitting the road on tour soon. I got a copy of uh, one of their albums on uh, Clear Blue Vinyl, which I am very happy about. <laughs> um, also playing with Scarecrow Show and Dreadnecks, I'd not get to stay late enough to see them. Um, Members of the music scene uh, they had this really great experience. Uh, they didn't know about Nietzsche's moshing without touching policy. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no touch. Yeah. So would be so proud. I don't. I mean, moshing is, isn't moshing by definition the touching part? Otherwise, you're just dancing. Oh, I, I don't mosh. You are I, just dancing. Yeah. Okay, you're just dancing time. then. Okay. So do they swirl around still? This No one's allowed to bump into each yes, other? Yes, that is actually what they did. I didn't find okay. out about it until afterwards. I was sitting up on one of the sides, and right. at one point I look in the crowd, and I'm like, why is everybody dancing like that? And I found <laughs> out that was when they someone told them, like, you can't, you can't touch each other. So they do like the skanking dance with the kicking legs. Oh How no! Oh, it was it was it was, it was uh, uh, there was some robotic dancing involved. I it was nothing like, like it. Kind of looked fun. like everyone was freaking and, and out. Really, and it, that might have been the most action the dance floor has gotten know, in quite some time. Like I love that. I love shit I, like I, that. I, so. There's dancing, but there's kind of like bopping. More like that. that <laughs> I'm talking about the swirling. Is it, is it more grooving? <laughs> <laughs> swirling dance, but I don't. I don't think Nietzsche's really would look for the dancing type of music like that poppy sound. No, I'm just saying. What a what a night. So it I was really it was, it was no jitterbugging it, allowed. It was a little weird the moshing without touching. And I uh, Ben uh, Junikevich from the Scarecrow Show uh, I believe managed to break a few rules about where musicians are and are not allowed to stand and climb around Nietzsche's. I think he went for Ooh. the banister, and I definitely saw a picture of him being held up by two different guys, one who had each foot while he was oh. playing bass. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Scarecrow Show before, that dude is all over the place. Like, he was on the bar at Tudor Lounge. I saw him kicking a ceiling fan at one show while he was playing a set. Oh, that that seems unwise though no no <laughs> well it's and it's great too because like ben's like there's this, always lots of goop on his ben is like this little accountant and like so he always like comes in with like his polo shirt on and then mm-hmm. like then he comes out with like the 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 his uh his blue his brown vest with like the cowboy hat with like no shirt underneath and then it's just like a completely different <laughs> i just i love that transformation more than anything. it really like... is and it's so much fun <laughs> That so, is hilarious. I feel like that's most of Allentown. People with these uh, finance, uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. teaching, uh, accounting jobs, <laughs> who, who really were the art weirdos in um, college. <laughs> now we found solace in each other. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's Ooh. looking like a... We need a place to meet. We found it. Cassie, have you been to any previous shows lately? I wish I was cool. I did go to mm-hmm. Festivus. I did get hit with the plague and then just the nature oh, of yeah, the plague. Yeah. Being Santa Claus at Christmas time. I've been seeing this. I'm uh, still so bad. It's you had to touch those children? <laughs> no, I wasn't actually Santa, but you know. 
<laughs> I got to keep the man alive. Favorite quote ever. Yes, I just touch those children. children. The germs come home. But that is, that is where I got it from. This. My nephews are both ill, and I went home to have Christmas with them. For real? Then. It's a Petri dish. Those yeah, elementary bam, schools. Woman down. Oh. I have a, oh, yeah. I have a huge family. And they always get you sick. Oh. Every single one of them. Bunny so I pledge with the new year, Ryan, and uh, podcast listeners as witness, to attend more shows so that I have more awesome to talk about. There's too much happening. Yeah, there is. Too many good it's, it's, spots. Getting, it's getting crazy, too. What's so the most more more. Sound Lab esque venue that we have at the moment? I've never been to Sound Lab. So. Um, we don't. Uh, Why isn't there a maybe that? like the Honey Room? Maybe this. Yeah, I've heard about things. Might Wait, be. is that where we're performing? Mm-hmm. On the twenty fourth. On the twi- I'm playing on the eighteenth, and Hooked on Cassie oh, Fox is playing the twenty fourth. I want to J Aquarius' yeah. birthday. Yeah, that's his birthday. And the eighteenth is the fundraiser for the Honey Room. Oh, cool. Who's playing that? Lots of people. Um, Desombra from Baltimore. Oh, they're coming there. to town. Yeah, and oh, they're great. There's folks. also lots of people on Jays too. Where's that Pratt Street? Yes. Actually, Where is? Do you got the? List? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's kind of out in the direction of like Broadway Marketish. Okay. Right? It's not that far no. out. It's down. I think it's 242 Pratt, maybe? I'm not sure. I don't know. Are we supposed to share that address in public? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm interested. I mean, for... I mean, for, for beep it. Beep. For, for like, for some of the house shows, they, they tell you to ask a punk. Is this like, ask a... I don't know. I'm just what, saying. What's the proper term? She gave the numbers. I just asked the place. You can so, beep it. I think... Yeah. No, 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 no one who's no It's cares a place on a street. Well, I mean, they care to go, but not cool care stuff, yeah. to, like, Your show, birthday show is coming up. I'm going to go with that. Yes, it is. So that will be over by the time we record this. Uh, but I see. It is going to be. I can set. talk about it. When's yeah, your birthday? It's Saturday. Oh, more I'm having a show. More Capricorn. You guys should come to Milky's. You're, um, and I think that's Saturday? the one where you're going to have, um, gosh, what are you called? Type relevant? Yeah, type relevant. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to play one more song, and then we are going to wrap it up. Uh, this is uh, Anxious Kids Make Good People. Um, he is a solo performer. His name's Devin. He makes these uh, really excellent albums uh, with a full band. I think last year, I think he put out three different albums. Like, he's really writing a lot Prolific. of material. Yeah, and it's, it's really good, thoughtful stuff, and I think it's excellent. I believe the album that this is on, which I don't, of course, have the name in front of me, comes out, I think it's like tomorrow he's doing a release show at Mohawk Place. So this is is Rebar by Anxious Kids Make Good People here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on allwny.com.
on the Struggles Real Buffalo Music Podcast. That was Rebar by Anxious Kids Make Good People. All right, so the 24th show. Miggy, you have the lineup in front of you. Yeah. What do we got? So we have uh, Divine the Rapper, uh, Desiree, Desiree Key, uh, Trey Ocho, Jay Aquarius, Hooked on Cassiophonics, and LV. Is it Trey Ocho or is it, I thought it was Trey Cho. Trey uh, uh, Trey Ocho. Peocha? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's on the 24th. And Pam, who's on your bill on the 18th? For the, well, on the 18th, I'm also on the 24th. Oh. It's on Cassiophonics. <laughs> but on the 18th, for their fundraiser, it's American Raja Banjo at 6. And 6.30, God Hates This Band. At 7, Jin. Jin? Dijin? 7.30, Different Planets, 8, The Isometrics, 8.30, La La Funstar, which is Laura Buckley, 9, Magic Magic Soul, Me at 9.30, Cacklemancy at 10, 10 10.30, Circular Logic, 11, December. Oh, man, that is a great lineup. And you guys should check out um, Different Planets, like his new album. Really I've, I've, someone's told me about them before that I should pretty good. It's, I it's one person, but he's really good. Hmm. That was the 24th. What day of the week is that? That one's the 18th, that and this one's the, one's the 24th. The 18th, 18th is, is a, a Friday. Friday, yeah. Friday. The 24th is a... Is it Saturday? I thought that was... It's Friday, Friday or Saturday, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Folks, that's all we have for episode 48. Pam, thank you for joining yeah. us. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you. Um, so stay tuned for episode number 49. It will be with us around February 1st. 49. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, that's the wrong thing. Yeah, because it's not, you thought it was 69. That's what she thought. (laughs) No, I thought it was a smiling and it was a laughing. How do you make, what's the sound of smiling? I don't know, but there's a sad face that is definitely a sad face. Let's yeah. see what let's see what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what God. I thought that was. Fitting. I have a whole bunch of those things. You, you knew Greg Greg, right? Sure. Uh, the Greg Greg gave me a bunch of those. Uh, the, when we uh, recorded the Think Twice Radio with Richard Wicca, each of the studios had one of those things in there. Oh, yeah. We yes, left. Yes, I'm, yes, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm uh, like, like, we can't get the video capabilities, but we can get the little sound maker. <laughs> So um, the next episode, we're going to talk about another great slate of past and upcoming concerts. And uh, who will the guest be? Who knows? Even I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. <gasps> no idea. So uh, check out LWI and its family of podcasts. Uh, you can find us on the interwebs at facebook.com backslash the struggle is real podcast. On Twitter at SIR Podcast NY. I am on Facebook and Twitter at Sir William Idol. Oh, no. Cassidy, do you have anything? I just want to wish everyone well. Yeah, Happy be. New Year. Awesome. All right. Wait, but, the 18th oh. is Saturday. The and the 24th is the Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah, that is the best. The 18th, I can get there early. Yes, yes, yes. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening, and keep on struggling.